Backlash on Monday morning. I know, right? It's, it's, the, it's the worst thing. When you, when you come to your desk and there's some email and you can see how long the email is and they've copied specific people. Email stuff I can deal with. When it's like, Crystal, can I call you now? I'm like, okay. I really did something terrible. But yeah. Oh, man. Um, so, so do you guys use aliases? Hello and welcome to episode three of Curating Dreams, a creatives podcast. Um, thank you so much for all the feedback we've received um, in coming weeks. And keep the emails coming, um, curatingdreams at gmail.com. As usual, I'm joined by two of the planet's most extraordinary human beings. Poetra Santua. And I could see a handsome. And I'm Crystal Tete. Um, today we're discussing the virtual wave, our online lives since COVID-19. So the reality is digital platforms are not new new. They've been with us for, for a bit. Um, but since March of 2020, we've spent a lot more time dating the screen glare. Mm. Um, yeah, but I mean, all three of us, and I imagine many creatives and, and anyone who wants to get business done really um, invest a lot in, in putting content online. Um, you two more so than I, I think. Um, let's start with platforms that you guys have created, um, are creating, sharing, and what that journey has been like pre-post-COVID. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, then I'll go okay, first. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> help us. Um, yeah, so, so I mean, this podcast, for example, has, has made me more, more attentive to nerd information if i could call it that like i find myself lately looking a lot at um, youtube analytics trying to figure out which gender uh, which demography mm. uh, and so on and so forth are watching and how how much of the of the episodes for example they are watching you know are they watching to the 20th to the end of the episode things like that um and yeah and and it's information that's very beneficial in in tailoring at least this this podcast you know I'm also now particularly keen about like my setup when I'm in not just Zoom meetings, but like online events, shows, because there are more of them nowadays than there are in person, you know? Yeah. How about you guys? I was going to, I was going to ask, um, and why do you think you've become more deliberate about, you know, these things? Yeah. Now? Because I feel like. No, I feel like I'm almost certain, certain actually, that that's the direction that we're all going. And, you know... So, like, most of your audience now is going to be online I guess, now, so for better or worse, because, you know, everything is... Um, especially when you're talking social distancing and people needing to stay away from each other, then, you know, your, your go-to nowadays, number one in terms of platforms, would be online before you start thinking. And then I'm seeing more of, like, um, mixed mixed events where they say you can be online and you can also be in person mm, you know mm. which is which is a very interesting um development yeah 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 I, I definitely agree um i think in answer to your question for me personal creating new um, digital spaces has been what i've been busy with has been uh, moon girls so trying to create a digital graphic novel series right uh, for people who want to read online um from the conception it was it was supposed to be something that you can read on your phone mm. or on a laptop and then covid came and i realized i realized oh then it was a good decision right um so i guess also now i'm tossed a lot into thinking 
what would people how how long is people's screen time how yeah. long do people take reading a comic is, is it more about the words is it more about the images is it how you know um do people want to touch it for a while and come back maybe two three days later you know um yeah so it's it's there's a lot of thought about about the kind of content you're creating mm-hmm. how also it helped how people react to it how it's comfortable for people you know especially in this time but yeah right a lot of more people are online right yeah. so creating those spaces giving them content to you know still educate still yeah. entertain still all of that I mean, even before uh, ama has a chance to react it's, it's one of the questions i had anticipated like what informs your choice of content or what you you share like do we go images for this particular post do we do a video you know that type of thing um, but with Moon Girls, you just explained that it's um, more based with, on... With graphic novels, yeah. with, with the comics, I realized do you have to do less words, but more images. And for someone who's a writer, you're trying to write all the right. essay sentences. <laughs> but the illustrators just cut me down. What, what you want to say, put it in the image. Mm. You know, so it's, it's a lot of writing images and then um, less dialogue, yeah. you know, and so that people just see from the get go what you're trying to say with the image. But it's crazy, this digital world, world, it feels like I'm having to really unlearn so many things mm. because, for example, the YouTube page, I spent so much time as a writer um, mm. enjoying, you know, weaving the words and explaining, making it look so lovely. And then Ama says to me, nobody really pays attention to the description. <laughs> Put like as much as you can in the title. Yeah. So then you just move to, you yeah. know. Yeah. 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 Um, for me, post-COVID, I, uh, I think a huge part of my existence has been virtual. A huge part mm. of the things that I have been part of, I have created, at least in the last seven years, have been virtual. Mm. And so the shift wasn't so drastic or so different for me i yeah basically everything from yobbins to alikoto clothing to poetra santor thank you (laughs) all of them like i don't have physical assets Mm. and thankfully for me i was born in the internet era Mm. so i had the opportunity to learn and fail to learn and fail before covid um so i think Honestly, for me, the shift was, and I've I've learned a lot of things. I've, I w- I was on Facebook when I started Yobbins, and organic reach was over thirty three percent, and now organic reach wow. is like three percent, mm-hmm. and so like I have seen the shift, all that, and and learning how to curate content so that you are converting people into actual buyers. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think mm-hmm. what I am learning, I know, right? like what. COVID brought for me, like something that I had to really learn is, and I mean, aside being an artist, I also, um, I also do consultation, communication strategy. And, and one of the things I was, I had to learn on the job was getting people to actually pay money online, Mm -hmm. right? Instead of converting somebody into a buyer so that they will either go to a physical location to go and buy something or they will reach out to you like send a message i want to buy this okay what's up mumu that's different but like actually making a payment directly Mm. online um that's something i had to i'm learning and it's it's much harder than you know converting a user into a buyer who will go into a physical location or who would use another medium Mm. to give you money um so for me that's something COVID is making me learn, mm. um, but but 
before COVID, I almost everything that I have done has existed online. So I have had to learn. I had to learn that before COVID came. Um, yeah. With this, uh, how how have you? So what what is like your your clay? What, what do you have to study then? Do you have to study the data of people who come on your pages? Algorithms and things. Like yes, that? yes. So I have to. How do you to, convert a user to a buyer? Yeah. So I, I have to. You have to do a lot of experimentation. That's how it works. Regardless of if you have. Um, I mean, if you're a celebrity or you have a ten thousand people, you have to, you have to learn the audience who's following you. Mm-hmm. So sometimes an image of you would work, but an image of a product won't work. Mm-hmm. But sometimes an image of a product will work, depending on what caption you've used. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes an image people will flock you, see engagement, but you won't see the engagement convert into something. So it takes experimentation. It takes just experimenting with with different that's there's no magic you need to even if you're experienced you need to um what's the word tailor it mm. to whatever thing that you are promoting or that you are trying to get engagement with i have a lot of questions <laughs> it's your journalist okay, you side that's working yeah, out like, yo. <laughs> but um so so what's a good way to do that like aside from observation and experimentation is like for example looking at like top five hashtags of the week what viewers want to see in a post type thing, type search in, in Google. Yeah, so again, this all depends on which area. Okay. Personally, I don't believe hashtags work. Okay. Right. I don't, I, if I'm using hashtags, it's because I want to just create my own thing. Like, oh, I'm putting on to jokes. create a new hashtag. Yeah. But like certain things will work for say, um, I am visiting Accra for the first time. I don't know anything about Accra and I want to know where are the places in Accra or what food to eat? If you put in the hashtag where to eat in Accra, something will pop up. Yeah. Those kind of things work. But if you are, um, I don't know, selling, what 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 can we even sell? If well, like, you are selling, selling creams. creams in a shoe and you put cream, you will get such a wide array mm. of things. People randomly using that hashtag for different things that it won't contribute to your post. People may even engage with it, but it's not the audience you are looking for. Hey, so from what I'm hearing from you, eh, mm-hmm. hashtags are actually most impactful and effective when is when is even for information, movement building, if exactly. you want to see what's wrong with Black Lives Matter exactly. or whatever, you would yes. find the information. Yes. But if you want to use that to sell, but Shatawale has been doing this thing that he does Shatter Tuesdays or Shatter Market on Tuesdays, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so he because of that what, that, what happens is then he's giving them information on all these places he can go to. So, you know, he's curating something. Ah. He's probably done it for, say, six months yeah. or a year. Yeah. Every Tuesday, he's used that hashtag. Yeah. So he's building, building a catalog. Mm. And for that one, he's not necessarily... And so for an example, like Shatter already has his audience, mm-hmm. right? He already has audience. But say, sometimes I have Shatter Fridays or some, sometimes it's music. Sometimes he'll use the hashtag music. And if you follow that music thing, it will be so vast. Yeah. It won't be just Shatter. Mm. But if he says Shatter Tuesday, it's so niche. Yeah. And so he's building that catalog. Yeah. And, it, and when he used that hashtag, it's not so much to convert new people. It is so old people, any time at any point, if you encounter the hashtag, you will see a catalog of everything that's been used for the hashtag. And the way hashtag also builds up, it builds up to most top recent. Mm. 
mm. top and recent like how mm. it's garnered likes and how it's and what's the most recent mm. so sometimes the shutter uses maybe you see that the very one that he did first me is showing but this the very first one was like 3 November which was last year but that one won't show because it's not the top so he's building that catalog yeah but i hear you so, on also like um hashtags not necessarily leading in one direction or one theme because i also find that many people or platforms also try to um use hashtags to their advantage so say for example uh i don't know they're not even necessarily talking yeah, about black lives matter then they'll put hashtags no hashtag, challenge or hashtags so black lives matter too, exactly you know? but it's annoying that's me, why like, yes yeah. that's why I, i'm saying it depends on where you're using it for it will be effective if it's a really niche thing if it's not you see so many and it's very vast you see so many people flocking to it there are also niche things that also works so for instance sometimes i have i have a visual page that I, it's not very it's something very relaxed for me it's not out there like my other pages mm. but when i draw something i do want people to see it but i have like what maybe 50 followers there so i use illustration uh. illustration is very niche you likely see people who are drawing themselves yeah. using it you won't yeah. see somebody who doesn't draw uses it's, it's it attracts Your other people my ma- who Your. are artists to come and see uh. that but if people come and see gradually when i'm when i'm when i am doing it it will show up on the pages of the people who follow me because i'm building a reputation i'm posting mm-hmm. frequently mm-hmm. so it pops up mm-hmm. whatever this algorithm is mm-hmm. um but yeah what uh, exactly is it what she just described i yeah. i think i feel like an algorithm is a the pattern of how to get a specific yeah. intentional action and what you kind of described is like how you can directly target your market you know mm-hmm. like hashtag #illustration you mm-hmm. would definitely get mm-hmm. artists who are you know instead of just like a mass of people who are not involved in or mm-hmm. care about what you do do we do we feel like algorithms are different per platform like um facebook twitter instagram do they react um we've humanized algorithms but mm-hmm. basically algorithms is coding it's, it's coding. how they have decided how the platform should, should respond mm-hmm. or should react um so i you know instagram and facebook have now fused it's all under one company okay yeah but instagram has a slightly different algorithm than facebook now awesome. facebook i think both of them the organic reach is the same is about 3% but facebook has it's more 3% yeah facebook has what 330 billion users and and Wait, Instagram has did you like say an algorithm is how it's already been coded coded how so the master you, the, coder the, for Facebook how we are using it is how they they've coded for us to use it yes okay. how they've coded it for you to respond to respond to, to it mm. to code it. yeah mm. so for instance by that i mean like so for instance for Facebook um if i if i have a thousand followers right mm. they have done it such that now organic reach only 3% of my users will see it if i post however if i do ads more people and i specify that i want maybe 50% how i put in again so you are putting in the parameters that's also algorithm okay. that's coding so algorithm okay. is just really coding like okay. i said it's you and is a user allowed to also be part of creating that yeah, algorithm yeah but you pay for it that's uh. ads Yeah. Ah, so that's what we pay for. Yeah, that's but, what we pay for. But what's your experience like with ads? Do you, have have you done ads first of all and do you feel like you got your money's worth? 
Yeah, I've, I've done them. Um, you know, I, I got a lot of um, attention. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think I really focused too much on how I translated that attention to whatever. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't. But know. like, if you looked at like a, a post, um, a, a, a organic post, and yeah. then um, a paid post. Is there like a, a significant, oh, a significant gap depending on yeah, and it's also like she said, it's sometimes it's some people want specific types of images. Some people I've realized the celebs working with the music people, um, the, the artists, their followers need to see their face. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. every day, Sister Debbie has to definitely you know because it, it's it does that that's what comes with her type yeah. of page. You know, you realize it will be less followers when she posts just words or something else by her image and someone else like a poet they want to see your words if you post something else you know mm. um yeah i don't know if, if that also then imprisons us on how we mm. because i've gotten a lot of work fight at work you know am i monetizing am i translating all of this you know mm. and so all the all the things you're saying is just making me think but sometimes i just want to be me i know right and i find that <laughs> That's a subject. I find that like yeah. sometimes I'm posting my more serious stuff, serious but artistic stuff that in my mind when I visualize it, I'm like, gosh, everyone should love this. Yeah. And then I have like a major heartbreak when, when no I've one. posted it and there's like sometimes zero reaction. So are you posting for the reaction or you're posting? No, I'm not, but it's interesting the reaction feeling, right? yeah. you know, to it. It's like yeah. You can't you know? say you're in the feeling and not want a reaction. You're not posting into you don't a vacuum. You don't post look for a reaction. That's no true, but I don't what? necessarily go uh, for your validation when I post it. I mean, I think. not Maybe. validation, but yeah. Yeah, at least you want people to see your, like, yeah. whatever. That's why you're posting. You're not yeah. posting into a vacuum. If you want that, you can create a Twitter page, lock it, and nobody will follow you. <laughs> that, then, then you know that I'm talking to myself. But you know, the other day, for example, I posted on my arts page and my personal page, so whoever is on the, my artistic page clearly likes my my stuff as crazy as it is. Mm-mm. And who, who's on my... Pe- it was interesting. So I got almost zero reactions on my personal that has like 2,000 people, friends. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, online friends, I mean. And then yeah. on the artistic page, it got like yeah. major reactions. So I'm like, okay, I see. Yeah. You know, it's... Um, yeah. yeah. And, and which makes me think about, do you guys choose what goes on your personal pages and what goes on your like quote unquote professional pages and what 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 makes you like what decides for for you for that post that share um me i mean i work with organizations so i'm unfortunately uh my times my pages are also a, a slave to the organizations mm-hmm. i work with um but i've been able to kind of divide it to make my twitter you know, like the workplace and then the Instagram, the me space. Um, but I must say, it also means also having, because you don't want to be a slave, of course. Yeah. Um, it means having constructive conversations at your workplace um, with, with your with your bosses and heads. And and I think over the years, I've been able to do that. So I'm, I have, I have control over the things I post, you know. Um, my LGBTQI activism is not what my organizations would uh, would allow me to do on their platform, but on my Twitter platform, which is still even a workspace for them, I can still do it, you know? Um, but I realize with the algorithms, because my Twitter is my YFM, um, when I post my activism stuff, women's rights, violence, LGBTQI, you, I, I get less reactions. But when I post, oh, why lounge is coming up, or then I get more of that you know um 
and then when I pull, it's, it's yeah. It's, but it's, it's, it's great that you have you've had that conversation with the organizations, bodies that you work with, mm. because I I find sometimes that like, um, for example, I work with um, with and for a number of of such institutions. You have conf conflicting views on yes. very important yes. issues, you know, yes. and you wonder how much of of what you really want to say you can't say without backlash on Monday morning, yeah. you know. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> backlash on Monday morning. I know, right? It's, it's, the, it's the worst <laughs> thing when you when you come to your desk. And there's some email, and you can see how long the email is, and they've copied specific people. Email stuff I can deal with when it's like, Crystal, can I call you now? I'm like, okay, <laughs> I really did something <laughs> terrible, but yeah. Oh man. <laughs> um. So, so do you guys use aliases, acronyms? No, I don't. Um, mm. Pseudonyms. I started, and then even those pages I just did. I think I just wanted like these are all the faces of Akosia you're gonna see <laughs> throughout her life, you know. So I actually mainstream Akosia Hansen. Poetry, you have poetry and you have a sensual with one A. Yeah, I love yes. that. Yeah, I love that. Um, it yeah, made me so remember how to spell your name. <laughs> right. God damn it. That and it's so still misspelled often enough. Yeah. 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 I always spell it with a double A. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's because yeah. Ghanaians know it's a sensual, mm. so they spell it that way. But yeah, I did that because like, I'm not tied to an organization that I work for, mm. but I'm tied to organizations that I have founded or mm. co-founded yeah, yeah 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 and you know the thing about social media is yes the algorithm blah 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 but you have control over your audience and to have control over your audience you have to feed them mm. content mm. right oh, teach me i don't have control <laughs> my audience so actually i'm there why them says this please help me what should i do you said you actually took you a have course to feed on uh, yeah, but that was for work. <laughs> you have to feed them mm. some kind of content, right? So, mm. like, um, using Debbie as an example, yeah, she yeah. has, it is because she has built that repertoire. So, like, suddenly if you switch from that content, yeah. people would, it, the, you would see the reduction. Yeah. Because she's built that audience and that's yeah. what they are used to. Yeah. She can do that, but she has to keep a pattern mm. so that so they are familiar. Have you have to keep mm. a certain pattern. So I split up all these organizations because, like, one Asantra was talking about Poetra as an artist. She talked about Black Girls Glue. She talked about Tampered Press. She talked about Yobins. Mm. She talked about other artists. Mm. It was so much, and I was feeding people so much, which it wasn't bad. Yes, people mm. knew I was doing all of this, but mm. it wasn't helping all the other organizations because they didn't have their niche audience who were interested mm. in just that. I hear that. Right. I so that's what led me to create... Um, Separate, separate identities for each one of them. And it was a very difficult decision because you have to start from scratch. No matter how many followers, you will always see that, say, for instance, if Shatawale has, what, one million followers and he creates something else. Yes, maybe 10,000 people go, but look at the disparity. They don't yeah. automatically it, They will yeah. never yeah. because they are, well, yeah, I still follow you. Why can't <laughs> yeah. I follow you? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's always hard to start from scratch. Yeah. Yeah. But it's good because, especially if you are doing a niche thing. Yeah. Um, so that's why I separated it. Because mm. then I know it's only poetry. Mm. If you come here, you, you're only about poetry center. Mm. If you are interested in black girls, go follow that one too. Mm. Mm. Then, then I know that if somebody's following all the pages, that person mm. is interested in everything that I'm doing. Mm. At the same time, somebody will encounter Black Girls Glow without encountering me. Mm. And that too is fine. Well, that's interesting because um, I would have thought that like it's a one-stop shop. And so all the, the different parts of me 
you would like it you still would find, is yeah so you do realize that my asanta with one is still there yeah. i i promote all the others like if Black Girls Glow has something. I I will promote it if Asantoa with one and um, Poetry Santa has an album out. I'll promote it if Tampet Press one. But I dedicate it like if I have to promote Black Girls Glow five times. So like if, that means before Black Girls Glow had its own account, I had to be doing it for Poet Ama Santoa five times. It was just mm. too much. But because I can have that identity, I I can do that. And also the same thing with Asantoa with one like. Sometimes I just want to post a selfie or five. Mm. But because Instagram has this ephemeral section where mm. stories and it exists for 24 hours, yeah. I can just do that on the stories. And yeah. then it's separate yeah. from the main, the main page post, where it's yeah. it's permanent. Which I had um, a problem so with say, at first. Like um, you want to promote something, but you, I don't want, I feel like I'm bombarding people with the same, say episode one is out. We've heard you, it's, it's out. In my yeah. mind, how many times should I hear that it's out? But then I'm learning that... You can use the stories. Yeah, you can use the stories, but also you can archive posts, for example. Yes. So you can post and then later, you know... Yes, but the thing about, but about social media now is like people only see in real time. Mm. Unless like consciously, I like you mm. and I go What's on your, your page. page. I'm not going to see your post after one week. Interesting. Okay. It, like when it appears one day, two, in fact, I don't think you see post after two days. Mm. Correct me if I'm wrong. On Instagram, okay. you don't see it after two yeah. days. That's so it. It so goes. So if you want to promote something, your stories is something you. Or even use. the main page. Or I think the, the question page. she's asking was: she thought once you post one ah. episode, that's it. You're promoting it. Mm. Once so I see you once, there five if times, it's, if it's gone, matter. yeah, if it's there, you still won't see. Whereas in the on, in Facebook, mean. yeah, on, I remember in Facebook you will see posts from one week ago. Yeah, yeah. you like we used yeah. to see. Po- no, it doesn't yeah. happen. It's it's really yeah. like after a day to that's it. Actually, I have an. I, sorry if I'm, I'm I'm bashing Facebook, but I feel like now I'm seeing less and less in my thread, or or even stuff that didn't appear in my thread. For example, a friend of mine buried his mom. Puts the put some details on and I saw the week after you know I'm just wondering like how how much has changed like it's, no, it's a lot changed. Yeah. yeah it's not just Facebook it's all of the platforms in general do, do you guys use your fleet what's fleet so do you you don't really check people's feeds i still spray not as much as i check instagram instagram yeah mm. but I, I don't think it's it's so much me as it is i'm losing interest in twitter mm. it isn't so much that i don't like fleets because i remember thinking when stories came that they were stealing snapchat and feel like i'll be i'll follow snapchats why are you stealing but now i watch stories <laughs> yeah. right so yeah yeah, yeah. Yo, what do you guys think about um, social media mm-hmm. um, and and being able to like split split your personalities and you know that that dance yeah. of social media and personalities and like what actually describing your different pages is like every human being is so multi-dimensional getting the poetry and then getting a santua with one a and then someone who follows all three is someone who is trying to get the whole rounded poetry asantua mm-hmm. yeah. you know um how, how, yeah what what are your thoughts on that i feel like the first question you ask is different from your explanation i know i know right <laughs> I, like, I feel like you're saying split this, this your personality <laughs> that one split, split personality. that one is but like no, but a not bad way sociopath. just yeah, yeah no, 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 bad one, yeah. not bad way but i, I think there are people things. like that because you are multi you specifically yeah, are multi you're multi-person 
So as you were describing that, it was like, yes, because me, I know how I first met you. Mm-hmm. And then seeing all the other things you've got to do, you're like the most multi-person in my mind. I've said this a thousand times. So now hearing how you've described how you're letting people keep up with their with the fullness of you, mm-hmm. you know, how does that? But because I think we are all like that. Mm. We are all. It's like mm. literally, we are mm. all. We all have a a thousand taps, maybe not thousand, but Kill like we all trees. have not even traits like interests. We all okay. have like. I love music. Imagine if I decided, like every day, I can't live without listening to music every day. Mm. I wake up with music, I sleep with music when I'm, and right, imagine if I decided to create another page for my curations, right? Mm. That's the side of me that I'm choosing, choosing to. to. So I think that it is really deciding where your efforts will be because it's also work. Mm. Social media is also work, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's yeah. just deciding which one we want we to. Want so if you decided, I'm going to let you know how my traffic situation is that is a side of you that you are deciding to show um so i think we are all like that mm. we are all really like that so, yeah so does it come down to to the how you because you're saying we're all like that but clearly it doesn't manifest that way online mm-hmm. so it's the amount of effort and creativity put into it's effort and it's also stories. decision. Yeah. Like it's really making that conscious decision to share that part. And then it's the effort because a lot of people start things and then ditch it along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, what yeah. do you think of the bad sides? The split personality where um, people front, um, front for the algorithms, which is fronting for the likes, fronting for the... And which is faking com- reality to some extent. Exactly, yeah. you know. Um, and then, and then how they actually reconcile it with, yeah, my Twitter person is not me. Mm-hmm. You are the person who is wrong trying to merge me. But with someone that is buying that version as being the truth. Yeah. 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 I mean, I that it's dishonest. You think it's dishonest? Yeah, I, I, I do. I mean, okay. personally. Um, so um, morality should be attached to our, our created personalities online. That's what I you're don't know, but I think it's in the communication mm. uh, that if, for example, you have or you're portraying different facets, then some some effort, I guess that's playing police as well, but it would be nice to have some effort into letting the audience know that, hey, this is me um, putting up a show, if you will. I don't know. Would that help? That's so I, interesting. Hey, guys, fake me is about to come up. Hashtag I fake me. Don't <laughs> think, I don't think it's dishonesty for me. Okay, okay. I think, you know what? we Ghanaians we say true colors <laughs> and and specifically like with twitter like a that. lot of i'm i'm sure you know a lot of arguments have happened like you see a twitter person or somebody online being very hateful very mean very and then other people will be defending and saying well, he's not like that in real life in real life yeah okay so yeah. this this yeah. twitter is not real life it's, yeah. it's still i i really still think yeah, it's it's still, still, yeah i think it's i think really the that um i don't want to say disconnect because it's also a version of communication that the virtual life elevates um confidence it elevates confidence and it also yeah like there's this it's unhinged it's not like i'm in front of you and i can like i can directly physically interact with you like that feeling of it's just the screen and me there's so much that i can it it broadens the horizon for a lot of things including manifesting bad behaviors or like uh, you know heightening bad behaviors and so i think people 
are like that or mm, and it's just and it's just amplified um and and that whole in in real life i'm not like that is just it doesn't even make sense to yeah. me so, so that's interesting like it's taking trolls, away the right? yeah. inhibition yeah. for people yeah so have any of you like experienced trolls and trolling Ooh, or yeah or a, a or while having, ago when i was hit, very hit by serious online trauma yeah, yeah i have and i i yeah i was a talkative back in the past <laughs> 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 i talked a little bit too much and i was also what's the word um provocative i guess yeah so I have the best of us have to start yeah. that way <laughs> on Twitter. So yeah, I have I have received some serious um, trolling and Twitter fights that have even moved on to physical, to to physical oh, wow. not physical fights, but like physical confrontation. Should I should I come? Should I should I should I? Should I? <laughs> should I? But so, and how do you deal deal with it? Um, the same way that I dealt with the online, which is why I say that I don't believe when people say they are not their real lives. Mm. Like for me, how I will talk online is how i will talk Talking to you in, in person maybe i will stutter or i'll i will slow down but it's still the same thing that i will say mm. um but yeah the same way that i i did mm. head on um yeah yeah but it's interesting there are some also who um let's say for example friends in real life but get more um antagonistic virtually I don't know if it's to play devil's advocate, but then they would come at you on something that you've said online. And then like, if we meet over coffee or something else, they'll just be like, you know. <laughs> How did you deal with that? What, um, did, you, did you speak to the person in real life and like, yo, Charlie, what's up? Why can't you, you I know? just find How it awkward it? and I just be. It, so you never confronted them in, in real life, in person that you see, you if, talk if to it's, me different. If it's, if it's, if it's, if it's, if it's con- continuous, because sometimes there's a one comment type post okay but if you see like it's like a, i'm reacting you're reacting then just pick up the phone and be like charlie jack why today what's up you're coming <laughs> after me you know but yeah mm-hmm. um but going a little off like um th- there are two questions in my mind the one being we're so into the virtual and so is the rest of the world but how much of people of the young ones especially in like west africa have access to to, I know everyone, pretty much everyone has a smartphone, but going mm-hmm. as deeply as we are with creating platforms and so on, you know, um, yeah. No, not pretty much everyone. I think we're in a, I mean, we we're are in a, in a bubble, yeah. mm-hmm. which is not necessarily bad. I think the last I checked, 30% of Ghana's population is online. I have to cross-check mm-hmm. this information. I'm not mm-hmm. sure how... Um, Maybe a huge percentage have phones, but but only thirty percent have um, internet. Like are active on the internet. On the internet. Uh, I think that population will be wider even for maybe our WhatsApp, but not necessarily social media like uh, Facebook. But um, is, is WhatsApp, by the way, considered a social? Media? Oh, it is. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Because yeah, because we can create groups and do all yeah. kinds of things on it. Yeah. Um. So we take it for granted, but like how do we start if i want to start a platform step by step what do i need the question again if i want to start a platform or a page i need a name first and then what's what next oh i think even if you it depends on each platform each platform has its own guidelines you see what you want to um i would say and facebook is the most dissected 
like if you want to start a page on on Facebook and it's say a small business, they'll ask you, is it a service, is it mm. a product, is it an extension of a physical store? They have all these questions. They've really done their research because mm. they got the market share early. Um, if it's an artist page, they'll ask you what kind of artist, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, mm. So I think the steps kind of just take you through. Setting it up isn't difficult. It's maintaining it that is. So I think setting it up is something that you have to be like close to the interface to kind of go through. But, yeah. Is it worthwhile dreaming of a platform, creating a platform? Uh, I'm using the word platform and confusing myself. Creating, yeah, like a Facebook um, and then knowing that you are totally in charge of the algorithms um, and so on and so forth. I feel like sometimes we are at the mercy of I'm existing. not sure I, I get the question. Like, like, you mean creating something on an existing platform? No, building one. Building your own yeah. safe Is this a worthwhile dream? <laughs> That's a lot of work. Oh. I don't have the expertise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and like we underestimate how powerful these tools are. Mm. Even you building your own page is not small. How much more yeah. one creating an app, letting new users yeah. trust you enough to say, I'm downloading this app. I'm coming to create my existence on this app. Mm. Inter- yeah, it's. But I'm thinking of it from the sharing of information perspective that if you're constantly at the mercy of someone, you <laughs> said mercy. Yeah, uh, I, I you know hear you. I'm part of um, some groups where. Uh, They've created, built our own apps because of, and it's, and it's for different reasons. Some of them is, um, one of them is for very Pan-African reasons because of who controls Twitter, who controls the major social networks. And um, sometimes like creating women-only safe spaces, people want only Pan-African spaces. And and that means also not being able to be spied upon yeah. and all of that kind of stuff, you know. But there's also the flip side. I mean, um, where there's a vortex to a lot of radicalization that can happen through that, you know. Um, I'm, I'm hearing Trump is trying to build his own platform oh. because he was removed from Twitter. So, I mean, it's it, it, people can still get a lot of that radical information, you know, um, be be that radicalized. So, I don't know. I think it's a, it's a dicey thing. I, I've wondered myself, am I... Yeah when I'm in these spaces, am I radicalizing myself, you know, and also when I'm not there, so I'm like, have I opened myself up too much for danger? And I've seen danger manifest in my life in various what ways. danger? Through, oh, no, not, not danger in your life. I mean, danger connected to this data. To this danger. data. I, I think yeah. that, not to sound mockish, but I think it's very laughable when people say, Oh, I'm. I don't want my data out there. If you really don't want, you should mm. have. You should have thought about that a long, long time, time ago. Mm-hmm. Because it's too any, late. Any and day. if you are really going to go off, then you need to go off virtually everything, because no she, email as well. Yes, all the emails are taking your data. Yeah, you for you take off Facebook. Even if you're not on the take cloud, take off WhatsApp. Are you so going on. to also take off your email? Which, Even if which you're not email, using the clouds. Which the, cloud? The email. Once you're online. Once you're on right? Gmail. Once you're online. You, that's it. Like you, literally, when you have a conversation, you go online and you see that your ads. You didn't even type. You spoke. Yeah. You're, like so, I'm just like even a phone call. Yeah, I'm just like if you really want to be radical or if you really want your data safe, you need to go off all these things, and your life is so dependent upon it now that you can bet unless like you want to interact with your work email where they have good ID. They're not using yeah. Gmail. 
Oh, why are you so laughing? Good that is an actual. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's an actual web domain. I, I want to. So I wanted to ask. I'm glad you've gone there. If you're, are you dead? If you're dead virtually, are you a dead person? Very interesting. You will have to. You are not dead because you have footprints. Unless you can go What's back. What's your footprint? Your digital footprint. So let's say someone. Okay, let's say I. I, I have my Managed. kid now, and my kid never. I made them never create a page. Now yes. she's ten, twenty-five. Yes. That means Nothing. she's dead to the world. Virtually. Virtually. Yes, but also but you need to be very be careful because that means it's not just whatever. you who's curating uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. It is other people, everybody, everybody. else. Because they're not the only ones. Someone takes oh, yeah. a picture of them, posts it online. I know someone uh-huh. who somehow, well, he's he's um, a programmer, so he had he knew the implications of this a long time ago. Mm. Did not join Facebook um, when he joined Twitter. He created new identities before. This was like years ago, mm-hmm. eight years ago, before he joined any of them. So the, there's no record of him. There's no, the only thing, his name is online because his school published their graduation, mm-hmm. sc- students who had graduated. So if you put his name in there, that's what will come. Ah, right? So, then so that's, that's how, right? It's not just about society, what you're curating, it's about whoever. Now. So for instance, if you decide and, and, and Ghana decides, okay, we have too many um, paper files documenting birth certificates. So if you are born, we'll record it in the cloud. That means if I search for your name, your name will pop up. But the, to your so. question, uh, now when I, I I meet someone, a new collaborator, uh, whatever, I, I I look on Google if there's something, About and there that. are still a number of people that have zero information, and I'm always intrigued. Like, mm-hmm. how do they manage that? You know, it's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we're out of time, yeah. sadly. Yeah. Great conversation. Um and um, just like. Wrapping up, um, I'm just interested, since we spent so much time and we're going to spend even more time behind the screen and with the consequences for our health, our eyesight, mm. etc. Mm. What do you guys do to unwind or spend less screen time? How much is less screen time for, for us? To be honest, I don't spend less screen time. <laughs> yeah. If I'm not on my laptop, I'm on my phone. Honestly, that's my life. And I try to meet friends. Like, the physical is also very important. Like, no matter Mm -hmm. how much I am behind the screen, I still crave um, um, going out, concerts. I I can't wait for concerts to come back in vogue. Um, Yeah, so I think I also try to initiate the physical things, Mm -hmm. just so I can have that. Me there, I'm, I'm such a loner. I'm such a loner. So actually, this whole virtual world has worked perfectly for me, where I can be social, but I'm not really in there. But then um, I'm forced to be also do physical, in-person um, stuff. But I guess um, for mental health purposes, mm-hmm. because a lot of screen, I'm addicted to that, is to try and just find green, green mm-hmm. spaces online, you know? Green spaces meaning I really like just scrolling through, like, um, drama queens Instagram um, sometimes I actually go there just sometimes we'll just have some it's just the colors you know that's there sometimes um, I, I I follow artists a lot of artists on Instagram and um, just like every day if I just go on my Instagram all you just see is just different art creative fa- creative fantasy all of that and for me that's like if I'm gonna be addicted yeah I'll find green spaces I guess what about you for me um and I find some days I don't have a choice there was this day I, I had like a three-hour conference 
and I had to be behind the screen one hour prior and one hour after. That's five in a row mm, of not moving. Mm, mm. It's a bit much. So like I find I take breaks where I shift positions if I don't have to be on camera or, or I know when I have to be on camera. I'm in that seat for, for that moment and then I move. And just moving from one space to another does something mentally, you know, like I've left that building, yeah. you know, um, yeah, greenery as well. Full of moon girls. There's a lot of nice pictures. <laughs> nice, nice yeah. art. As we wrap up, Charlie, let's plug our... I'm not plugging. I'm no, really telling you no, but I'm saying, <laughs> For the colors. <laughs> but so let's wrap up with plugging. Mm-hmm. Moon girls okay, live. Okay, I've done it. Moon girls live. Moon girls underscore live on all pages. All right. So I'm trying with one name to lead you to everything. <laughs> <laughs> I love that I'll lead you to vortex. At Curating Dreams Podcast on yes. Facebook and Instagram and we're out. Hey, you don't add your personal one. Oh my personal one. You'll find me on Curating <laughs> Dreams when you you look hard enough. Mm-hmm. I'm there. We love you. Peace out.